everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today we're lucky enough to have on Jake Webb from Methyl Ethel. He is gearing up to release what's shaping up to be another spectacular album called Are You Haunted? It's releasing on February 18th, and I'm super excited to talk to him. Jake, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. What's up? How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. This is a, a true honor, as I was saying. Huge fan of your music. And so this has been a long time coming. I'm glad that we could finally make this work. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, man. Uh, so let's, let's just hop right into it. First thing I want to know is, is there an overarching theme or message for Are You Haunted? It seems like there's sort of a general direction based on the singles, but I'd kind of like to hear it from you on what it's all about. I mean, I always, I like to write to a broad theme, I suppose. So for this one, really, often I'll come up with the, like an album title before I've written many of the songs for the album. So the, the title sort of came first. And then I just wanted to loosely play around with the theme of, of what it meant to be haunted in the kind of sense that um, like if you think of the ghosts of our, our sort of past selves as far as our own, our own lives and also just kind of thinking of our the collective human experience, you know, thinking of history being like the ghosts yeah. of all of our past coming back to haunt us in things like, you know, when we think about climate change, when we think about um, old behaviours that recur, you know, that's the kind of ideas that 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 I had going throughout the record. Oh man, I love that. It, it kind of seems like that in the, in the newest single. Something that I wanted to talk about more specifically was Proof with Stella Donnelly. I'm a huge fan of her work uh, personally, so it was really cool to see that you guys collaborated on something. How did that come about? How long has that been in the works for? Well, so I've known Stella for quite a while and Stella played in uh, in my band for in in methyl ethyl on a tour before she sort of she came and played some guitar and, and cool. keys and, and we had a great time um and yeah i don't know i think i couldn't say there's any that that there was anything in the work had been in the works for a long time but yeah. really when 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 i kind of i knew the song really needed that call and response sort of sort of dual kind of yeah. uh conversational thing going on and Stella just seemed like such an obvious choice and she was the first person I asked to kind of do it and uh yeah we're both so happy with with how it all turned out and um it's yeah I, I just now I just like I love working with her she's so great and totally. you know we've, we've been doing bits and pieces together and um I get just as much out of it as I hope that she she gets out of working with me and um yeah it's been great yeah, I mean, you could feel the love and the passion come through on the song. So I feel like here to have anyone on the song, it, it really did end up working nicely. So congrats on that. Um, I also want to talk about touring a little bit. Obviously, touring for any artist has been extremely difficult, but thankfully you've got some dates coming up. Um, so I'm sure you must be excited about that. And if you have any U.S. dates, we'd love to have you out here because it's been a little bit, obviously. Yeah, we would, I would love to come to, to, yeah. to head over to the States to play some shows, especially we sort of changed up the band quite a bit and mm. got the, got, we've got a brand new sort of whole show ready to go. 
pace. But I think we'll just be patient. You know, I think we'll get we'll get out there at some stage. But totally. when it's safe to do so, when the right time is, we'll be there. And hopefully, um, I feel like I feel like people will uh will be patient. And and yeah. uh, when the time's right, it'll it will really be be good fun. So um, I, I think it'll be worth it. Now that's all we really have is patience at this point. We're all just you know got our money waiting to spend on concert tickets. So <laughs> it's just a yeah. matter of waiting at this point. Uh, I kind of want to I want to get a glimpse of how you go about creating a set list these days. Like every album you put out, it seems like you can't take a song off, or your your set list just keep getting longer in some in some way. Like. How do you decide what gets cut, what gets added? Is it, you know, do you have a process or? Well, who was, I think, um, who is it? I think it's The Cure who play like a three hour like, Yeah, they don't, they don't go shorter <laughs> shows. <laughs> they just yeah, going. and it's, it's like, you look at those, that set list and um, you really just, you can't, you couldn't really cut a song out of that. And not, I'm not to right. say that we're not, we're not even close to that, no, but um, totally I sort of, Writing a set list is really it's really fun to do. At one for one tour, we had three we had three set lists that we would choose from, depending on what how we felt the night was. You know, there was one that was yeah. just a more mellow set, and, and you know, we kind of worked through them a bit. But for this, we've got a show coming up. Um, hopefully, it looks like you never know. We've had. I've had the same show um, postponed four times. We were we were actually yeah. in in the venue setting up, and um, oh. then a lockdown yeah. happened on us, and we had to pack up and go. On. Yeah. But um, so hopefully it works. But yeah, for these for this show, good. I, I I'm really keen to play this whole. Um, we've actually a couple of weeks ago we learned the band got together and we learned the whole new record from start to finish. So I think we might end up playing the whole hopefully the whole record. And then maybe playing some other songs at the end because sure, sure. there's something about there's something really special for me about realizing the the record with with a band because obviously I'm just here doing it myself and sure. it sort of takes on this new life. But yeah. um, that that's where I'm at. You know, play the whole record and then throw in a few few extras at the end. Perhaps. Totally. No, no, no. I I I fully agree. And I think what's so nice about your music as a whole is that you make these cohesive albums that are meant to be listened to from start to finish. And so many of the songs can be pulled off and put on playlists, but there's so much thought that goes into the track listing to where like in a live environment, it has to translate so much better. So yeah, if I can find any way to sneak into Australia at this point, I'm gonna to try to get to the show, but I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, luckily we've, um... We've started, I guess, filming a lot of the stuff that we've been doing. Nice. It's really, it's, it's, we've actually, this band has played in front of cameras. But we have never played in front of an audience, actually, but we've filmed ourselves multiple times, which is really funny. We've kind of become, become, yeah, film stars in a way. That's cool. Oh, we got used to, yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird experience, but it's totally something that I think going forward is, sort of probably becomes more and more important and it's just, it is nice to be able to share stuff with those who are interested so yeah i'm happy about that i mean that's the only way we've been connected these days it's like as much as we want to go to shows every day all you've got is those cameras so now you're a little bit more comfortable in front of them i suppose <laughs> i don't know well, well also because we um uh i edited the last video that we did and i oh, haven't did edited, you? done 
Yeah, I haven't I haven't done any film like editing or film stuff um, since for ages, and and that was it. Just another thing. It feels like loads of people are upskilling on those sorts of things at the moment, yeah. and um, yeah. So if if we can become you know a bit of a bit of a multimedia uh, you know group, putting sending things out to the yeah. world, I think that's one positive to have come out of all of this. Absolutely, anything helps. Getting the name out there. Um, so <laughs> I, I want to talk about production because it's one of the main reasons that I continue to come back to your music. It's just so expansive and impressive what you do with the atmosphere on your music. Now, I don't really make music myself, but I can tell what's good from bad. And it's only gotten better throughout the years. Like Everything is Forgotten is what is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's just like I never heard anything like it. There's some songs out there that like send shivers down your spine it's just amazing uh how how do you even begin to approach these sounds like i can see you've got all your stuff in front of you i don't know if that's related but like yeah i figured you're in your home studio but like how do you do it <laughs> well i think like you know it's 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 fun for starters for yeah. i find it very fun to to find new ways to do things for you sure. know um because sometimes if you and as well secondly if if i find if i can play something let's say like writing songs on like on a guitar was always so much fun when i didn't know what i was doing so it's kind of like tr finding ways to trick myself into into kind of learning something at the same time you yeah. know and so it's 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 kind of i like to um find grab little bits of everything and sort of transform them and kind of make them play themselves so yeah. that so that you're yeah. sort of trying to allow the i'm sort of like the conductor here you know and i get everything going and then it plays itself and then i just sort of i see it manifest itself in front of me rather than having like a direct way of um trying to find something because otherwise i just get too bored it's it's right it's like you right. can you, the first idea might be the best idea but it, it it's um it, it's more fun to kind of see how far you can kind of take it and, and the learning curve for me has been that I've, I can take it, you can take it way too far sometimes. So it's trying to strike <laughs> that balance. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you have, but I also don't know what is not out there. You know what I mean? Like there could be demos that are just sitting there that are like, oh, maybe, you know, years down the line. But mm -hmm. that's a fantastic answer. I don't even have a follow up because I just don't even know what to say. It's just straight up impressive for anyone that hasn't listened. Um, and your sound as a whole is so unique. Like, I can't really think of other bands or anything that's similar. So who are your inspirations? Like, who did you grow up listening to to even try to form what you're making today? I mean, I, I like groups that that are always cha changing, you know? Sure. So for example, I mean, I listen to, and I mean, influenced by and I, I love to listen to and grew up with pretty much the same music that everybody else did. I sure. went through like a very big phase 
when I started making music for Methyl Ethyl, I went for, through a big phase of going on um, blogs and finding really esoteric music sure, that sure. I was interested in, you know, like um, um, futurist kind of sculptural music and, and um, like weird there's it's like this is record this is a record called um la mantra which i think it, it's it's this compilation of, of all these um sound artists and people like um i think that was that band medicine the guy from that band medicine and and loads of people like that kind sure, of sure. sort of like post um Heinz stockhouse and sort of stuff but really then this you know like people like bowie i really love david Bowie, like yeah. brian eno all those people i love i love lots of um yeah lots of like the indie bands from the 2010s and things like that anyone who's doing something that's that's just sounds interesting but when i make when i make music when i start making music i stop listening to music that's one of that's one yeah. thing that i have always done it's it's just like shut the gates I don't want to be directly influenced by any of it. It's in there, you know, it's all sure. in there, but I'm not, I'm not on Spotify, you know, like plucking out bits and pieces of other people's music to go, Oh, I want that idea for this. Like I'm not Frankensteining it in that way. I'm right. just trying to kind of, yeah, make it come as much from me as possible. I just because I, I feel like I would, I would end up ripping people off, you know, it's like totally. way more than I'll let my subconscious rip people off. You know, I'm there okay with that. There you go. No, 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 seriously, that's not the first time I've heard that answer where it's like the moment the recording starts or like I'm going to start doing something else, just shut it completely out because yeah, I think there's maybe part of you that would feel bad if you re-listen to your music and it's like, oh, this is a direct rip off of something I was listening to last week. You got to yeah. start all over. And it's, it's a mess. I don't like, I don't, I don't blame people who for, who do that for example or who decide to appropriate things or I, I i have no problem with that whatsoever sure, i sure. think it's totally a way to go and i know that you can't really be it's sort of foolish to try to be a super like, perfectly original you know <laughs> but um yeah it works for me and and it, and it, it's sort of i guess you just sort of have to stick to some sort of rules yeah Totally understand. So, I mean, in that in that same vein, once you start recording, is there something specifically that you look forward to the most? Like, from like the like the thinking about making a song all the way to like, bang, I'm done. Like that one thing that really just kind of brightens your day. It's a it's a it's a feel it's a feeling, and it it really I hate talking about any sort of process and describing it like like it's a like it's a sort of William Blake kind of uh, inspiration sure. from yeah. from above you know but there is a part of it that just that is just no that feeling that there is something special in in, in something and following that and it might it might be a dead end but that's kind of I guess the only the only uh, kind of barometer or compass, you know, leading the way. Really, the rest is just what is just working. It it's just it's just doing the work, being that being here to really bash something out and try trying to finish it. That's what I've that's what I've learned over this um, 
last couple of years with making this record. It's that sure. it's not finished until it's finished, and it needs to be it needs to be worked hard and and rested on and looked at and screwed and scrutinized as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, like with with a with a clear uh, frame of mind, not not hating on it like oh I I I, I hate this because sure. you know blah blah blah. Really thought about is this the is even if it's a great melody is it the best melody or is it the right melody or is this if it's a great lyric can it be better that kind of thing sure. um i think is what if i was if you're working with five other people in a group you know you would have all of those people criticizing it but for, for me i've got to kind of run it through the the gauntlet myself yeah also well, then how do you know when a song is done there may not be an answer to that but there has to be a time where you've spent more than enough time on it and you've got to just say it's done but how do you know well i think because i think now so say if i was to think about starting another record how i would go about it and i think i would just i would really spend how i've just said like that that amount of time which can be however long but just i would really make sure that it that the the songwriting stage, right? The song was really finished, sure. and then going going into production mode, and then really making sure it's finished. Because you know, when I'm in this in one stage, I just can't. I'm excited for the next stage. So it's really saying that's the reward. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's done. You know, I love mixing, so that I'm always trying to get towards that. So it's just kind of it's done. It's kind of done when it's done, and sometimes it's <laughs> sure. just it's it's dead on arrival, you know, and you have to just abandon and yeah. getting good at just not being too precious. And there can, there's always an, another song down the track and maybe even just disassembling stuff and, uh, and, and, and turning it to scrap and taking bits and pieces and putting it in other things like is, is a good way to go. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the one thing that is, is, is the, is the thing that you, you just, the 10,000 hours, you know, like you do get better at just knowing when to move on. Totally, man. That's a great answer. Um, so we, we are recording this in January right now. So right at the top of the year in a perfect world with, you know, barely any restrictions, where would you like to be and what would you like to accomplish by the end of this year? It's pretty nice. It's nice to be putting out a record so early on in the year. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it is uh, a kind of, I, 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 it's a weird analogy, but I always think of putting out records kind of just kind of like fishing. <laughs> and it's just, you know, if the records out there, I'm just sitting there on the, on the beach or on the, <laughs> on the, you know, the sure, dock. Sure seeing the little float bob up and down and seeing if anyone wants to take a little nibble, you know, but I don't know. I think doing some touring, I, I haven't been able to really think about it because it just doesn't, it doesn't Not real seem yet. like it's going to happen. I know that's <laughs> that so sad. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm always excited to just keep making more mu- more music, but um. Yeah, I'm really proud of this album. So I'm just, I think I'm just excited for, for, for people to have a listen and spend some time with it. And, uh, 
you know, hearing bits and pieces of feedback, seeing what songs, you know, hopefully people grow, grow attached to and things like that. Yeah, that's all. Nice. Okay, so I'll, I'll have a few more questions for you, but I want to know. So I'm almost positive that three songs off the nine track album have been put out so far as singles. Is there any other, I mean, there has to be, but is there any other track or unreleased track that you're most excited for people to hear before it comes out? Well, I will say this. So the two, the two, the two first singles were, were never intended to be on the record. So oh. I made, I've made this, I made this record. And so there are two songs that, that aren't on this record okay. that, I, that I also really love that I decided that I would leave off because it's sort of just for the flow and things like that. Sure. Um, conversations with the record, with my record label, Future Classic, um, were were, were, they were really helpful in sort of deciding whether or not to put them on. So, and, and in the end, I think it really, it, they really fit nicely. Obviously they were written in the same, um, yeah, yeah. same kind of calendar year or whatever, but I'm excited to hopefully put out yeah release just the other two songs and have this this extended version um, oh nice stage. hopefully you know we'll hopefully we'll put it out later on in the year and it gives a little bit more of a um an idea of like the scope of work that that uh right. that are you haunted was you know without kind of overloading people with with a record that is just too long frankly if yeah, yeah. if Trying to squeeze too many things on sometimes is it's a detrimental i think i agree no it goes back to what i was saying your albums are very cohesive and it's you know instead of bloating them with you know oh i have extra songs that were written in the same session let's just throw them on like i don't think that's how the album listening experience should be so if we need to take them off take them off and then release an extended version and you know make the fans happy yeah. at the end of the year or something like that I mean, even from a marketing standpoint, putting out extra deluxe versions is kind of the way to go anyway, so. I guess, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you like, if you're into, if you're into a, a group or something, you're always, I don't know, I, I love all that kind of stuff, you know, hearing Same. extra all the time. Pieces, so. Yeah. But yeah. one of the songs is, um, I like to think is, is my kind of James Bond movie song. So oh, that's what I would, so yeah. Cool, man. It's, all uh, right. I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right, so at We Write About Music, one of our main things is to really focus on the independent artist who a lot of people haven't heard of. Not necessarily you in this situation, but I know that Perth has such like a blossoming indie music scene. I don't know how connected you are to the local scene, but are there any bands that you're listening to that you'd like to shout out or that should uh, also get your attention on them? I would love, I would love to shout out um, Julia Wallace, she, she plays, she's actually playing in, in um, Methyl Ethel at the moment, but her nice. music is, is really beautiful, really incredible. Um, and well, unfortunately she's gonna get this for a little while, but she's very young. Mm -hmm. um, and her music is, 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 is just so, is so fully formed for someone who, um, of, her, of her age, so um nice. sorry julia but i had to go I had to go there but yeah really check check out her music because it's it's really beautiful i will awesome thank you i will definitely check her out 
All right, Jake, I've got one more question for you, and it's how I like to wrap these things up. Basically, the question is, for the person that is going to discover you from this, and for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? I would just say, I'd say like, don't try, don't try, or don't try to get it all at once. You know, this, this, this music is, um, is something that you kind of have to sit a little bit with. And even if you hate it at first, maybe it's not the right time, but there will be a time. And there's like kind of a lot of it now at any point, each, anyone you want to jump into, but, um, I promise it'll be worth it if you if you give it a little bit of time. Yeah. Sweet. That's a fantastic answer. Um, Jake, I want to sincerely thank you so much again for your time. This has been a total honor getting to speak with you. It's a huge fan. I'm very personally excited for this record to come out. And for everyone else out there, the album is called Are You Haunted? It comes out on February 18th. Stream it. Send it to your friends. If there is a physical version, buy that and we'll have all the links for people to listen and, and check you out on social media and stuff like that but seriously man thank you so much again this has been great no thank you it was a great chat you're very welcome man have a an amazing rest of your day and i hope to speak uh in the next album cycle or see you in concert because that would you know hopefully come sooner than the next album <laughs> so all right man take care i'll talk to you later